0: right, we're back, circling back podcast, presented by Roback, where you can get 20% off your first order using back for 20. Live from the lodge, my name's Will DeFreeze. To my left, David Ruff. Do we need to set up a Washed Media cameo account? We probably do at this point. We've all resisted doing it from our
1: personal, like, accounts. Like, yeah, we, we we when people reach out to us, we will occasionally do, like, shout out videos for somebody who's got something going on, you know, whatever. But... I feel like there's an angle for us to do, like, across the board, a washed one. We could do, like, a charitable angle. You know, we tar- charge, like, 20 bucks.
0: I think there has to be a charitable angle. Because I, I don't I don't want people to pay me to record 30 seconds of video for no them doubt. for their birthday. No doubt. But I, d- I want to do it out of the
2: niceness of my heart. What, why do you not want people to pay you $20 for that? Oh,
1: fuck. That's Barrett Dudley. <laughs> it right, just, I just had, it, to, it, I had to
2: chime in pre-intro. It, it just
1: feels like... Uh, I, I, it feels I, like a money grab, and like, like we already asked people to to, to go beyond the paywall. Sure, okay. And it's like, like yeah. I would do it. I would do it for free if there was a better way to coordinate it than uh, DMs. I I wish there was a cameo, but it's zero dollars. And honestly, I'm not saying this to sound like a like a, a good guy, but like <laughs> because the the act of like getting a DM and then DMing and then not forgetting about DMing this person back yeah. because I had my notifications turned off. Cameo just makes it really easy. This is not a, an ad read for Cameo. <laughs>
0: my, my DMs are an absolute nightmare. Like, I have a bunch of unread ones. I don't check them all the time unless it's somebody that I know or it's something, like, pertinent. And so, like, I will just lose track of all DMs. And so, it's just pointless for me to even try to keep up with it at this point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just need a, uh, you know, a, a specialized at wash.com email address where people can submit these.
1: Boy, we get so many. He's I'd be fine that. with that. <laughs> I'd be
2: fine with that. We just knock them out. We could do
1: video Friday or we just you, come up here you, and do. But it. your
2: charitable donation is a is a good. That's a good that's a good call. Too. For a $30 tier, Randy will add like explosive
1: effects to the video before we send it back.
2: There you go. <laughs> Which uh goofy,
1: <laughs> goofy sound effects.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Choo
0: You
1: have to add all of those. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The ones that we just did, cut those up and use those for the sound effects.
1: Mm, happy birthday. Mm, mm,
2: mm. Three stooges. I think there'd just be lots of requests for the... Uh, yeah. I'm trying to bust. I'm trying to come. Yeah. I'm trying to bust. <laughs> I'm trying to come. They could... That, that's... Yeah, put put that one in there for me. Happy birthday to all the
1: people <laughs> celebrating birthdays today. <laughs> that's very big of you. <laughs> Is there anyone in
2: particular or are you just giving a blanket?
1: No, I wonder. let's see who's got a famous birthday today. Barrett, when's your birthday?
2: Uh it's it's next month. November
1: 26th. Ooh.
0: yeah. Does that, you, so you get some you get some uh Thanksgiving action sometimes, huh? Yeah, last
2: year it fell right on Thanksgiving. Exactly. Do you like that? Every, uh <sighs> I've never been a birthday guy, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that, it, that it's because it coincides with Thanksgiving like that. Okay, and for a long time, I just like I, I just wrote it off, saying that Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday. <laughs> I like the food, a lot of you know it's holidays, like you get the family around, like it's all good. Now, now I'm you know in my mid thirties here, I'm I'm able to be honest with myself, and I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. As someone I've, who's, never, I've never been able to have a fun party, friends never get to celebrate. Like it's I feel a bunch, like you could—it's a bunch of bullshit. But have yeah. you
0: ever had one that falls on like the the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving when like the squad's just mobbing in Houston together?
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that but would that, be a great one. That the, the squad doesn't mob anymore, man. That's, that's all that, you people with kids out here. Like, there's there's no mobbing anymore. Well, as someone whose birthday is the day after
0: New Year's Day, uh, <laughs> it's pretty that's much tough. impossible to get people to go out and drink with you on your birthday yeah. since yeah. sober January is in full effect. You got to just bundle it. The collective hangovers in full effect from just the last two months of drinking. It's just all brutal.
2: Bundle party. What is, what is the best month for, for your birthday? I think I'm jealous of people with summer birthdays. I'm a summer guy. Yeah.
1: I'm a summer boy. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I'm July, as you are aware, probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I, summer's good. Um, as a guy who likes to play golf, it's doable, but it's very hot um, here. But I, I would like a good spring birthday. Yeah, like early April, maybe something near Masters weekend. Mm. That could be fun.
2: I like the I like the sound of that. It's just it was so wet this year. You know, I feel like everything would get rained out.
0: This is true. I mean, Fritz mashed that four hundred and twenty button.
2: That's that as big
1: of him. Yeah. Every time you say that, I run it through my head um, because I don't. I I always forget that that's real and not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm serious. Like it has not clicked in to where it's just facts. Like we we went
0: to go get his passport recently, and uh, I I started laughing when I was filling it out because I was like, "Oh, I forgot his birthday is 4:20." Well, you know, you know what that means. Mm. Fritz is going to be an island boy. He's he's going. He's going to have some very fun birthdays when he's (laughs) uh, away from home for the first time. I think just trying to make it. My niece's birthday is Cinco de Mayo, and I think she's also going to be in the same boat of having some very fun birthdays wherever she may be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, what charity do you think uh, the Island Boys are donating to on Cameo?
1: You have to one man, <laughs> probably just, probably just uh, <laughs> climate change. Yeah, to... they're trying to save the save the sea turtles. Oh, did y'all see that going around yesterday? Yes the uh, the map of what America will look like in like what is it thirty years? I did not. No. Okay. Let so, me let me find that. This is a, this is an off the dome segment I'm well, adding to the podcast. So today.
0: can I just explain it?
1: Please do. Uh, yeah, so yeah.
0: so somebody put out a map that just said this is what the United States will look like if we don't reverse climate change in the next thirty years. <laughs> and what they did was they overlaid the Mediterranean Sea over the United States, and so it was just pretty much like an idiot detector of who's just who's who believes this and who doesn't. But my favorite thing about the map, and I, I'm going to give a shout out to our um, our old writer for PGP Gnome. <laughs> He, they have Las Vegas on the water in this one, and he just said it's going to go off, and like that—that's like the best case scenario here.
1: Dallas is looking like I think Landry, um, Luca Donthic on Twitter, uh, tweeted like here me me in Dallas in thirty years, it's just him like on the beach holding up a <laughs> a, a margarita because you know oh yeah this is the Mediterranean so I don't I don't think this any climatologists have. Uh, predicted this. Look, there's there's Italy, there's the boot. See,
0: I would have never even known that it was the Mediterranean if it wasn't for the Italy boot. The boot really gives it away. But the, reason, the most
1: recognizable.
0: The reason I knew it was fake and this is embarrassing cuz I don't know I couldn't draw the Mediterranean if no, I tried. You, you couldn't. Most no. people could not. Yeah. So, but the reason I knew it was fake is because Lake Superior filled in, which yeah. no one has happening.
1: You're a lake boy.
0: I'm a lake boy. Lake boy. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't think the entire United States is going to flood, and then the deepest uh, lake in the United States is going to just randomly fill in. Weren't those lakes created by glaciers? Dude, whoever, lakes? whoever created them must have been someone great. I don't know um, how they were formed. Probably glaciers. So, like, you should know this. Yeah. Barrett, can you name all the great lakes? I feel like I've made you do this before.
2: Uh, you have not. I'll I'll give it a shot. Superior, Michigan, Erie... And uh, you got two no, more. I got two more. You got two more. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to get them. I'm on. I feel like Katie Thurston when when she got asked to name five uh, countries in Africa, and I and I'm just totally. I'm flubbing this. I should know this. What did I get? I got Superior, Michigan, and Erie. Those are the big three. That's, yeah, those are those are the easy are, ones. People say those are the big three. <laughs> Everyone says that. Oh, m- like Michigan, right? You said Michigan though, right? Superior. Oh, maybe I did say <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm out. I'm Huron. Out. Huron. Huron? Huron. Ontario. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have got there. Yeah.
0: It's okay. You have to if you ever if you ever confront this in the future, just mm-hmm. use homes. H-O-M-E-S as your mnemonic okay. clue. There you which, go. Which one has the um the Edmund Fitzgerald? The, that is Lake Superior. Okay. You gotta you be car- You gotta be careful with those gales in November.
2: Yeah. And which one does uh does um Harper springs reside
0: lake michigan lake michigan yes little traverse bay that feeds into lake michigan yeah shouts to all the great lakes out there uh barrett's here because dylan is uh still on vacation yeah yeah uh, he he might legitimately actually like be on Cabeza watch have you seen the news out of uh, tulum there was a shooting is he in tulum or like he's close to tulum he's
1: tulum adjacent
0: there was a, a shooting and i'm pretty sure that uh some americans were injured if not killed in it and that is concerning for uh, us as we have someone that is very close to the area right now
1: yeah he's when's he coming back tomorrow yep can't get home soon enough
2: yeah um was this a was this that sounds like a short trip i thought i thought he just got down there
0: he got down there sunday sunday to thursday okay quick grind
2: also the days have just passed quicker than than i'm realizing i think
0: yeah it's a decent it's a
2: decent little trip
0: do, do, do vacations feel longer when you're on them than like a normal work week, or do they go by faster? I feel like they, they feel longer to me because I have nothing to do all day,
2: which is a good thing. I think faster. It's hard it hard you to know, say. You know, because time flies when you're having fun.
1: I Agree. Like, Especially when I'm on uh, island time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we're doing Patreon later today. Circling Bachelorette. Shouts to Michelle. Uh, we also had our final episode of Spooky Season yesterday over on Patreon, patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcasts. We have our voicemails. They will be dropping early on Thursday, little 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Get excited. Or is it Central Standard Time, Randy, or is it just Central Time? Randy's very anal about his uh, his time zones. So it's, cent- it's always CST, Yeah, right? that
1: CST was...
2: Central Standard. Dude,
0: rant, he's very he's very kind of uppity about how he refers to his time zones. It's very weird. Anyway, if you sign up for a year subscription, you know not you get 10% off? Something you can't get a discount on because they're flying off the shelves. It's a do you even burn candle from Vellabox. Vellabox.com slash circling dash back. Go to the description of this episode. Go cop yourself a circling back scented candle. Follow us on the Grom. Leave a review and five-star rating. Probably get read on Monday's podcast. Tell a friend about the podcast. And most of all, for Randy, go like and subscribe on youtube.com slash washmedia. You guys hear about this Mizzen and Main company?
2: I've heard of them. They're back.
0: They've done something that I I didn't know could even be done until I found out about Mizzen and Main. And they made a shirt that I will not sweat through.
1: That's impressive, as I've seen you sweat through some shirts in your day.
0: There's a lot of times that when I'm sitting at a wedding in Texas, when I'm just kind of just out with the guys, and, uh, and I, I just start sweating, and I get wildly uncomfortable. And don't you just feel like you're never excited about wearing a dress shirt these days? I don't get excited because I know I'm going to sweat through it, but my dress shirts are always stiff. They make me sweat. They wrinkle easily. I used to dread wearing a dress shirt to record this podcast or be on camera, but not anymore, Dave. No. Now that I now that we got the Mizzen and Main sponsorship, I think I'm going to start dressing up more.
1: Yeah, they sent us polos recently. And um, those polos are some of my favorites. They fit very well. Uh, we knew the I knew about the button-downs. I feel like we we've we've been wearing the button-downs for a while. Um, it's just nice to put a suit jacket or a blazer over uh, a shirt that's a tech material. It yeah. breathes well. Yeah,
0: I can actually wear a button-down shirt that I'm not going to ruin night one to a oh. wedding in Texas. And that's why you got to go check out Mizzen and Maine. They combine the comfort and flexibility of your favorite athletic wear with the fit and style of a custom dress shirt. Lightweight, breathable, moisture-wicking, this bad boy will have you looking great. You can also skip the dry cleaner because their shirts are machine washable, so you can skip those trips to the dry cleaner. Think about all the time and money that you save, Dave. You're literally profiting by getting one of these shirts.
2: You really are, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: The dry cleaner, it, it's, a, it's a pain.
2: It's gotten out of hand. You got to
1: go get it after five. Ridiculous! And like a lot of you know these these
2: prices that they're charging,
1: they're very expensive. Ridiculous! Very expensive. And you're hanging it in the back, and you want your window down because you don't want to breathe in the fumes. Plus, guys are
2: guys are low maintenance washers for the most part. Sure. Some, you know, I'll explain like the the hoops that I jump through to to wash my to wash and dry my clothes. It's too much. Nobody's going to do that. You just want to be able to toss that thing in and, and and keep it moving. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah.
0: They may have gotten famous for their dress shirts, but Mizzen and Maine now makes incredibly comfortable flannels. Some may call them shackets, depending on how they look. They also have no-tuck shirts, a little more casual, polos, chinos, so much more in their performance fabrics from with modern tailoring, and that's big. We need a modern fit, because we're modern men. I used to put on whatever dress shirt came up in, next to my rotation until I found Mizzen and Maine, and now... I'm just profiting, like I said. So whether you're updating your wardrobe to head back to the office or just looking for a new fall flannel, we've got good news for you. Right now, if you go to MizzeninMaine.com and use promo code Circling Back, you'll receive $35 off any regular priced order of $125 or more. That's $35 off when you go to M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D-M-A-I-N.com and use our promo code Circling Back. Let's take a trip
1: to Spain. I'd love to. This is one of the better headlines that that's popped on the T.L. lately. Espana.
2: That's what they call it mm-hmm, over there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I say it. Yeah.
1: King Juan Carlos of Spain was, quote, injected with female hormones, end quote, as his, quote, sex drive was a danger to the state, end quote. <laughs> Was he just like trying to hook up with the state the entire time? This guy could not stop hitting on the state. <laughs> he, was like, he was he was an enemy of the state. He's he's the, he's uh, the dude behind the tree just looking at the state. <laughs> is,
2: is this is, is this is the opposite of getting uh, T therapy? It, it sounds like it. Basically, yeah. what is the what's the female hormone estrogen? Estrogen. He got E therapy. He got E therapy.
1: Which that this is really embarrassing. I, I don't know. Our source here, now this this has been reported by a number of outlets, but the one we chose to to use to reference is royalcentral.co.uk, <laughs> which is a, essentially a royal family gossip site. It's my okay? new homepage. And I don't know how we have not been directed to this page uh, prior to this story. but Dude, th- This website is my
0: dream. It gets to report on all the bougie, dumb shit that the royal family does, but it also gives me all the
1: latest updates on Prince Andrew and his miserable ass. Uh yeah, um Spanish secret service was injecting him because his sex drive was a danger to the state. Um <laughs> Jose Manuel Viorejo, Villare- a former police commissioner is on trial for blackmail and corruption and made the allegation during a hearing. So this guy's telling, this guy's a, he's he's a a bird singing. He's a whistleblower. A real whistle, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he might just be saving his ass. Well, yes. Why would why, this guy is a king? You said an exiled king, disgraced. An exiled not king. only exiled, uh, disgraced. D- okay. What, why would he agree to this? He didn't. Oh, the the, the hormone. I don't know. You got to think that the, the, he
2: Isn't said there an that he, easier he just, way? He was he was acknowledging that his sex drive was just far outpacing that of any um, any modern man. As we said, modern men is what this podcast is all about. So they, We, we want to be modern men. Modern with, men with, wearing with modern men. sex drives. Not 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 overly modern. I don't want to be. You have to be appropriately horny these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This says yeah. Spanish
0: news media speculated about the king's future in early 2014 following public criticism over his taking an elephant hunting safari in Botswana and an embezzlement scandal involving his daughter Christina, and her husband, with which is a name I will not even try to touch. The king's chief of staff denied in a briefing that abdication option was being considered, but it looks like he ended up just uh, abdicating.
2: This type nice. of uh, this type of thing could have helped Tiger Woods out back in the day. You know, this is like the this is like I'm going this is the I'm going to rehab um, of of sex drives. Just getting pumped full of estrogen. Yeah.
1: Um, is there not a way to like slip something like what's something that keeps the urges down? There's an old Simpsons Ned Flanders joke like. Cornstarch keeps the urges down. <laughs> uh, Could they? That's, they did just you know start feeding him meals that are just absolutely going to tank his tea. Like uh, just you know be like, hey man, we, we did the uh, the fried chicken again. <laughs> you know fried foods or you know greasy foods. I think those tank. Does that your tank your tea? Allegedly, if you read enough Men's Health, it'll tell you so. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is this is sad. Um, I would like to hear this man's side of the story. I, I want to. <laughs> this dude was just getting you know the the term honey pot. Honey pot sting. Um, a lot of people speculate that's that
2: was kind of what uh, Epstein's deal was, where you're setting up these. Can you elaborate? These trysts. The only reason I know the word, I, I feel uh, the uh, the cl- all time classic film starring James Franco and Seth Rogen mm-hmm. uh, about North Korea. Um, the the interview, <laughs> the interview. Thank you, thank you. Uh, they talk about honey potting in that. I think
1: sure, like um, uh, intelligence agency from country A. Um, sends uh, an asset, like uh, a female, for mm-hmm. example, a very good-looking one, uh, and sets up a prime minister from country B um, who may be you know, running around on his wife or doing something he shouldn't be doing, and they get evidence of it, video, whatever, and then they use it to blackmail that person okay. to get them to do whatever they want them to do on a, a global stage. A,
2: a, a bit of entrapment, you might say.
0: Correct. Yeah. 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 Shout out Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. Ooh, the yeah. laser scene.
2: Um, and R.I.P. Sean Connery. Do
0: we want to go further into Epstein's uh, Michael stuff? Michael Douglas
1: still alive? <laughs> yeah,
2: Michael I think Douglas he still is. Alive. yeah. They've been married. That's now, there's a Hollywood relationship for you that's just uh, still kicking. Yeah. He's underrated, I think. Michael Douglas?
0: Yeah. He, I feel like he can command a room if he wants to. He's been in some real shit films,
2: though. But I feel like I enjoy him. I don't like that he keeps stealing nominations uh, from better, funnier actors on the frickin' Kominsky method. Yeah,
0: well, I tried watching that, which seems like a show that should be very up my alley, and I, I decided to try watching it, and I was like, eh, kind of bored right now. Maybe are, I just didn't give it enough of a chance. Are you a Grace and
2: Frankie? Yeah. No,
0: my mom is. You want to <laughs> talk to her about it? Is that like Rick and Morty? It, very similar. Okay. Very similar. Good. I've been shouting from the rooftops about... Um, about only murders in the building yeah, on Hulu, yeah, and dude, and, yeah. and Randy absolutely oh. derailed me. He I just felt swatted bad. me out the gym the other day. I, I felt bad for you. <laughs> yeah, Randy said he got through four episodes and he's not going to keep watching because it's quote unquote boring. He goes, nothing happens. <laughs> it's like okay, I, I, I told, and I just I think that I'm just too old for Randy's TV taste at this point.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, look at, at this Halloween party that we were at this past weekend. At least Randy knew what a what a screen projector was. Do you remember these things in school where they put the the clear sheet oh, down yeah. on the thing and you could do like Sharpie on it and then it was all projected? up? Absolutely right. Randy knew what one of those was, even though he said they were phasing them out when he was uh, was in high school. Cool Adam, intern Cool Adam. Literally, I I, I was telling him about a. Sp- Spacecraft that you know that he'd never seen before with the screen projector. He'll never know how cool it was so
1: you, when they when they needed to wipe it off and they they sprayed it with the the, the uh-huh. liquid <gasps> and then they did like the wipe, but there were still bubbles. Mm. Yeah, and you the bubbles would show up on the projector, and it was like you were looking through a microscope, dude. It was like the it was like
0: the middle school version of being at a dead concert,
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it was sick, pretty much. Uh,
2: but yeah, yeah, I can see how how the youngs how the youths would not be able to uh to appreciate the fin- the finely tuned comedy of Martin Short and Steve Martin. It's a gr- it's great. Have you Which been watching? Really, yeah, I I've, I've I'm finished. The uh and I will say that I didn't I didn't love the f- first couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. It took some time to pick up. And then when Martin Short and Steve Martin like really get humming on it, they got humming. It's it's great because they are that's two of the three amigos, man. So you know that I
1: mean? is where we're gonna lose a guy like Randy. Randy is um, not, Randy is not in the demographic that, no. that understands a Steve Martin. Yeah. that flavor of comedy. That's 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 parent comedy. Like my our, our dads' yep. comedy. That you know we've we grew up and we probably liked a little bit of it. Steve Martin's got some greatness. Um, Martin Short, I guess, as well. But, I might I might get in trouble for what I'm about to
0: say, but Sally's aunt dated Steve Martin for a little bit, like way back in the day. Nice. And uh, her father went over to go see his uh, to go see Sally's aunt, and uh, he went over to the house, and Steve Martin was there, and he walked in after I think they had given him information on how to get in the house and whatever, and he walked in and he thought that Sally's dad was robbing the house, and he like got all scared and like put his hands up, like nope, take everything, <laughs> take everything.
1: Wow, <laughs> not an alpha. <laughs> Apparently not. He didn't pull out his banjo. He is a great bluegrass musician. Mm-hmm. He is a great bluegrass, very proficient musician. player. I think he's. Be- I've said
0: this before. I think he's. I think he's a better musician than he is comedian, and that's not slighting his comedy career.
1: He's he's he rips. Father of the Bride's a great movie. Father of the Bride is a great
2: movie. It's a great sequel. One of the better sequels. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Yeah, only murders in the building. It's it's. I don't think it's for anybody under 30, pretty much.
0: Yeah, like the fact that my mom was like super high on it. I was like, oh, yeah, this probably does skew a little older. It got me back in on Martin Short, though. I don't think I've enjoyed him so much since since Father of the Bride
2: Part 2. So Martin Short, like the funniest he has ever been is on Arrested Development. He's in like two episodes. Yes. He, it, he's He's like a... An uncle that's not actually an uncle to the Bluth family that has like given them money over the course of the years, and in his like three episode arc or two episode arc, he can't use his legs. He's like ninety <laughs> years old, <laughs> and he has like a giant bodyguard person that is carrying him, Just the dragging whole time. him everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and it is—I um, mean, it's his best performance for for me personally. But if you Google
1: Martin Short, people also ask, "Whatever happened to Martin Short?" Who are Martin Short's friends? <laughs> is Martin Short Catholic?
0: Okay. These are the questions those that people been, are yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the obvious questions.
1: What, I've, I've often wondered, is he Catholic?
0: I hope that if you if someone ever Googles me, that the whatever happened to Will DeFries <laughs> does not come up.
2: How'd you feel about Selena, Selena Gomez in it?
0: I th- I, as I said to Sally numerous times throughout the series, I don't understand how she got connected with those two. Okay, like yeah. when did the, she link and build with Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I think yeah. I think st- of Steve Martin question. as the person who like uh, acquired her for this show,
2: but she's an executive producer. Like they gave her full no, everything. She is tied in to the creation and executive producing of it, and I don't. I'm not sure how that happened either. Where'd that come from? But I thought like I think she figured it out also halfway through the season. But is she a good actor? That's a good, That's a valid question. I don't
1: know. It's a question. Yeah, I should watch this because I am a, a, a noted Selena Gomez fan. Some might say Stan,
2: Grand Prairie Gopher. Is that the Dallas, the Dallas connection?
1: Uh, yeah, and I just Greater
2: Dallas area, DFW. She, that's that's a lot of it. But she just has like a.
1: She's a she is a huge mega pop star, but it doesn't feel like she's. In the headlines a lot, I feel like I, I, like people forget about her, um, which, which may go against. People her also being-
2: forget that she dated the weekend for like two years
1: and Justin Bieber, right?
2: Yes, yeah, that's why. Yeah, the Bieber is the is the damn. I totally forgot about that while I was watching the show.
1: You know what happened, right? She couldn't keep her hands to herself.
2: Really. <laughs> Sounds like
0: that's what King Juan Carlos of Spain had an issue with too. This
2: fucking guy, clean clean it it up, coach. Look at
0: that. We fucking circled back on that one.
1: This this episode in (laughs) circling back. Um, (laughs) She's good. She's had a couple songs of the summer.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like. I think I like her music better than I like her performance on on uh, on screen. Also, she is a. uh, What is her her charity?
1: She has. She suffers from. Is it lupus? Lupus. She's a big proponent of. of that. So, we. You know, this is a big charitable episode. So, we're just going to shout out anybody who's ever given anything to charity. So, Barrett, what's, <laughs> what are you donate, donating to currently?
2: Um, uh, Citizens for Animal Protection. Very cool. Based in Houston. That's great. Uh, but the real question is, where do you stand on Prop A? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm yeah, kidding. let's do a Prop
1: A breakdown. Uh,
2: you can drive by my house and find out. Oh,
1: I like that. Oh,
2: <laughs> hey, now.
0: I would be donating more, but all my money is currently tied up in cryptocurrency. You guys hear about these cryptocurrencies?
1: You know, I wasn't ground floor crypto, but I was ground, like, uh, fifth floor. But at some point, you identified yourself as crypto-curious, I would say. Very much so. Still am. Still learning. Love it. I I can talk to you blockchain all day. I'll totally break it down if you need me to.
0: If you're crypto-curious out there, and if you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency, but feel a little overwhelmed, guess what? Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. Dave, I think we can uh, say on this podcast that you and I have been Coinbase boys, for long before this happened,
1: this is absolutely true. Um, yet another sponsor that we use before they were a sponsor, um, and it's easy. It's it's just easy to use. Uh, my my dad is even using it now. I got him in.
0: Oh, if we got the if we got the parents in, that means it's got to be easy to use.
1: Absolutely, it's great. It's user friendly. Uh, love everything about it.
0: They offer a trusted and easy-to-use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market, and they make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets, Dave and I being two of them. Whether you're looking to diversify or you're just getting started or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. You ready for this deal? Let's hear it. There's free money on the line right now. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash steam. Sign up at coinbase.com slash steam for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash steam. Look at us. Hey, we got a dude who's about to be
1: cutting corners. You guys ever been to Six Flags? Um, Season pass like every summer from like 95 to 2001 for
2: real same was not expecting that it was like 75
1: bucks and your parents would just drop you off you and the boys and come back and get you six hours later this is my exact same experience you and we would walk around you know being thought we were cool causing mischief
2: yeah yeah raising hell i was maybe sheepishly holler at a lady or two just not
1: yeah just not (laughs) scoring with chicks just bombing (laughs) i i've
0: never been to a six flags i'm a cedar point guy that's where we went that was the closest large amusement park for us i would go to a six flags i will say after going to f1 the other day though they had a bunch of uh rides and uh it, it made me never want to get on a ride again
2: there was a a ride going around on the web did you see this one which the one? the one in Germany that looks like it's out of Dune and just like tossing yes. you around like a like a like a washing machine dude, to sock the, the, like a sock in a washing machine is what I meant to say there. I,
0: the one that they had the one that they had at F one was the one that was like a giant pole that just spins and then there's people suspended on either end of it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's the meat spin, dude. It looked it looked so violent when people were in the air and at one point it got I don't know if they got stuck or if they were loading someone into the bottom one and but there were people at the top that were sitting there for like ten minutes. There is like, a living like phase. If I'm if I'm there and I'm just, like, upside down, I'm very upset about this.
2: Um, is this podcast sponsored by it, um
1: <laughs>
2: Well, we're going to get there.
1: Yeah, we're trying to acquire the
0: domain. <laughs> if you're my mom, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't type that in. Uh, well, there's a dude who uh, apparently has been eating every meal at Six Flags for, like, six years now. Uh, that can't be real. Mel Magazine spoke to a 33-year-old electrical engineer who spent $150 a year to eat, at all, to eat all of his meals at Six Flags. Back in, this is, I'm reading this from this article from thetakeout.com. Back in 2014, $150 got him a year-long membership to Six Flags Magic Mountain that included unlimited roller coaster access, free parking, and two free meals a day. He kept it up for the next six years and ate an estimated 2,000 meals at the park, essentially spending 50 cents per meal. And through his savings on food over those years, he was able to pay down his student loans,
1: get married, and buy a house.
2: they got to do a movie on this guy.
1: Dude, they absolutely – I would watch this movie. (laughs) It's just him. And and did you get to – are we looking at the same article? There's one where he goes through some of the foods, and I guess they've diversified their menu. Which Six Flags was this, by the way? Magic Mountain? It's in California, right? This okay. is Six Flags Magic Mountain. I'd, I've never been to, but the name made me as a kid be like I've got to go to that. Six yeah, Flag. Valencia, California. I've only done uh, Six Flags in Arlington and then Fiesta Texas, which became Six Flags. I don't know how that acquisition worked,
2: but this California was the obvious place for this to happen because you couldn't go to like Astro World or Fiesta Texas or, or uh, Six Flags Over Texas every single day for all your meals like in the months of July through September like you would, it just you you'd die. Yeah,
0: it would be terrible. Now the worst. I mean, some of the food that he puts on here is uh, interesting to say the least. The Thanksgiving dog is something that I don't really know if I ever want to try. You familiar with the Thanksgiving dog?
1: Um, oh god, that looks so revolting. It's a this tur- guy loved it though.
0: It's a turkey dog topped with cranberry sauce stuffing and a slathering of mayonnaise. Pass. I don't need man I don't need mayonnaise on top of my dog. I'm sure it's good because it's like it's just playing on Thanksgiving obviously, but like
2: I have no desire to do that. How much cold stone did this guy eat? I'm happy for this guy to, you know, to to get his student loans paid down and all because of this, but like did he get I hope he got like his cholesterol checked out afterwards yeah, as well. I, I hope That's he got the a, thing. I hope he got a yearly pass to his doctor.
1: <laughs> He's, it's just a short term, great move. Short term, you're saving money. You paid off the loans. Uh, as far as healthcare down the road,
0: yeah. If,
1: if someone offered you
0: at the age of 23, if someone offered you to eat every meal at Six Flags to pay off your student loans in six years, like would would you, is that an offer that entertains people? Uh, no. That that would be. I I think I'd rather just pay off the loans and be able to eat whatever I wanted. <laughs> he went as far to say that like he got really tired of eating chicken balls. Are you guys familiar with the chicken balls that they have at you Six Flags? No, I love my
1: chicken balls.
0: Do you eat them on Friday night? What, Randy? <laughs> Randy's like don't don't joke around about Zach Brown band. They're legitimate. <laughs> CBB, dude, they're good. A lot of people like them. I you know. It's fine. I went through a phase, but now now hearing, dad, hearing dad it takes me back to, to a time when I'm,
1: like, over it, I'm like, nah. I've been at my parents' uh, house, and he's been floating around on a raft in the pool listening to, what's the toes in the water, ass in the sand? Yeah, it's
0: the Jimmy Buffett collab. I guarantee your dad found out about it through Jimmy Buffett, which Very I like. likely.
1: Probably on, like, a trial version of Pandora Radio. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's just floating around <laughs> with, like, a bunch of Taco Bell ads blasting. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta live, Moss. Did
2: you see everybody in America got
1: a free taco last night?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stolen yeah. base. It was That's very, all you need. It, it was, you know, they knew that 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 guy who was that Solar. No, Solar was batting lead off. Uh, Albie's. Mm-hmm. They knew he they knew he was going to steal because they 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 he got on first. and They were like, here here we go, and they started putting up the the the, the infographics. You know, steal a base, steal a taco. So is that ta- is that taco today? Do I need to claim taco today? Uh, it, it, hard to say. Is it the next day that you claim taco?
0: Dude, they've been running this deal for a long time. They have, yeah, because yeah. I remember when the Tigers were in the World Series two out of three years. Like that was definitely a deal, and that's when that's when I started saying sometimes you got to live Moss in the Joe Buck accent.
1: Is it really even an accent or just monotonous? Sometimes I like Joe Buck, you but... got to live Moss. Oh man, did you see that SNL sketch they did? It's just Joe Buck doing like absurd like Friday night TV reads in between play by play. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, I somehow didn't see this. I think I saw that one. My hey, uh, we get we're gonna talk. We can talk World Series later. I don't want to jump in here. Let's talk now. I wanted to ask Barrett and (laughs) you, (laughs) Faber. I think I know where you stand, but where do you stand on Joe Buck? Because uh, I'm in a group text with some guys you know. Yeah. All Astros fans. Yes. And they fucking hate Joe
2: Buck. Yeah, I I don't have his visceral reaction (laughs) to him as as some of those guys do, but he. I, especially because I think that everybody listening to Joe Buck thinks that that he hates their team. That's that's what I I believe, and I used to be one of those people. But honestly, like my like he did he did seem to be, especially in the Red Sox series, and I don't know if he has any like you know affiliation with Boston or, or the Northeast it's, like that. His dad was, I
1: believe, the Cardinals okay. play-by-play, like legendary guy. So it, the they, Cardinals is what people think, and that's why I hated
2: him because of the Cardinals series. There were, there were just some moments where like his voice just had this tone in it where he sounded very, very upset that like the Red Sox were losing and the Astros were winning. But I like I said, I think everybody gets that. Honestly, the worst thing was two years ago in the Nationals World Series, and that was the second World Series that we appeared in. This is the third in five years that we've been in. So this was the second one out of the three in five years. Okay, Um, and uh, he just would not stop talking about Juan Soto being 21. People are (laughs) people still make jokes about this on Twitter. Like he must he must have said he must have talked about Juan Soto being 21 years old like a thousand times over the course of seven games.
0: Well, here's here's a theory about why people hate Joe Buck. Joe Buck only does big games at this point. And so if you're watching and you have an investment in one of those teams and it goes south for you, which there's obviously around a 50% yep. chance, you're going to naturally start hating the guy who's, like, dry, <laughs> whatever, and, and your team is losing. And he's talking about how your team is losing. Yeah. Because I, I'm sure that during the Tigers runs, I absolutely hated him. But then when he started doing the U.S. Open for Fox, I was like, dude, I'm a joke, Buck guy right now. I loved
2: him. And, I, I mean, you know, I think everybody – Gravitates towards who is Romo and Nance that do it together on CBS. Yeah, but I but I like uh, I, they're not
1: they're not they don't have anything on Buck and Aikman. But I, I like Buck and Aikman, man. I think they're they're the gold
2: standard for me. So I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate Joe Buck. Um, I'm just mad that we don't have Witten and Booger on a crew <laughs> on anymore. Monday Night Football, dude. Can, some of y'all have been watching the Manning Cast. I know I'm going into uh, yes. too much too much dip here. No, no, it's okay. Um, this is. I, it is going to take over the regular Monday Night Football feed. Good. So I did is, not watch it. It's becoming more and more popular every week they do it, and
1: it is awesome. The Cowboys have had one Monday Night Football game. I did not watch that game with the uh, on the Manning cast because its just, if you're actually focusing on the game, you know the screen's smaller and obviously yeah. sometimes they're they're interviewing like Marshawn or something, whatever, whoever. But I've watched nearly every one that they've done outside of that, uh, and they're all gold. Uh, and I and I have someone who's been very skeptical of Peyton Peyton's uh, chops as a comedian, as a funny guy. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. He's like a football. He's quarterback funny. You know, he's he knows like he can reference Tommy Boy if he has to, and that makes him funny, right? right? Um, but he's actually good, dude. He's quite entertaining, especially when he gets
2: very like agitated over something. He'll go on some rants. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, they let them have. I mean, speaking of like the biases and the like. When you're Joe Buck, you have you have to toe the line. You have to be like a centrist about the game, essentially. But like the Mannings can throw their hands up and say that that was a, a shitty throw, and like that they, they they've got more questioning coaches, freedom to to yeah. do that type of stuff. And then they get they've they've got Tom Brady on, who's literally playing the Saints next week, and Brady's sitting there talking about like he's like, oh yeah, that's uh that that's Bradley Roby. I've been watching tape on him. He likes to do this, this, and this. Yeah, and it's just like. Incredible insight, yeah. and amazing guests, and they're just like breaking. They had Drew Brees on in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that yeah, was the quarterback of the Saints last year. Like, like I All think I'm right, I'm in it if it's awesome. not my
0: team playing. Which sure. as a Lions fan, not a lot of worries yeah. on that yeah. front. But like, that I might be an interesting
1: to, one to watch. Yeah, if, if you, if, you, if, if, team, you no. if you're
2: invested in the play by play, then then it's it, yeah, it might not be as entertaining. But for just for the your your run of the mill Monday night where you're just like two teams that. Then maybe you're not that interested. Oh, I'd much
1: rather watch um, Peyton and Eli. Awesome. What is the value on one Taco Bell crispy taco? What are they giving away? Like fifty nine cents? I think like a dollar probably. Really, inflation, 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 man. inflation, man. Yeah,
2: stagflation. I think one year it was a Doritos Taco Loco though. Which now that's
1: a game changer. You can't that's, be doing that. Yeah. You can't. Give I mean, that's going to tank the entire year. company. <laughs> maybe if you What, still what are they bases. giving away, Dave? A I crunchy believe, taco. I it's just one crunchy taco. Dollar nineteen a piece. Okay. Oh, a dollar nineteen value. Do
0: you think they'll let you pay the extra fifty cents for a crunchy taco supreme so you can get some uh, sour cream up on that bitch? Ooh, I-, I don't think you want the Taco Bell sour cream. Just <laughs> squeeze it out of the.
1: <laughs>
0: I hate it when they have the sa- like I-, I don't think this is a Taco Bell thing, but just in general, like at-, at school when it'd be like Nacho Day and the sour cream that you could use came out of like a cardboard container and you'd be like sliding your fingers. down That it. that <laughs> I've never been okay with. <laughs> the
1: the only the only thing that i long for from my elementary school cafeteria days it's the tiny cup of bluebell ice cream with the wooden not a spoon just like a flat wooden a sh- stick. like a a shovel <laughs> it, it, it but it didn't even like have like a, a scooping um Feature. Mechanism? It was just. Yeah. It was just. Here's this stick. But it was great. You have to eat quick, or you else it's going to melt, and you can't keep it on the, mm-hmm. on the on the on the paddle. Was bluebell the thing up there? No, I had no Texas clue. Thing. No,
0: it's very much just a Texas. Maybe I don't know if Texas. Like I'm sure, I'm sure Oklahoma and other neighboring states are very familiar with bluebell. But I had no clue what bluebell was. I, I, and I honestly, I think it's fine ice cream. But I don't understand why people are so obsessed with it versus other know. ice creams.
1: Because like, we're Texas, and we're the best.
0: I'm a Ben and Jerry's boy. Shouts to their, shops their uh, half-baked.
1: My, my upbringing wouldn't allow me to eat uh, Ben and Jerry's. Political my differences? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was until college, probably. <laughs> then I got experimental, just mixing up my ice creams.
2: Yeah. Well, got so, into a real big gelato phase. <laughs> really did.
1: <laughs> really did. Dude, I, I, you, that's a stop down for me. I've even, I've even mixed gelato with dip and Dots. You ice are a teacher. savage. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, nobody's doing that. Speaking
1: man. of Six Flags, that dip and Dots stand at Six Flags was a problem. Take, just take my money.
2: Did you just circle back? I did. Fuck. You a, uh, you're a rainbow ice guy? Love the rainbow ice. Yeah. Cookies and cream? I think that's where I. Uh, cookies and cream is good. That's where my preference. I was more of a like. peaches and
1: cream guy, too. Mm.
0: Is rainbow you know ice a I mean? flavor? Uh, yeah. Shouts to 112. Yeah. yeah. Is rainbow ice a flavor? Yeah. Of Bluebell? No, of uh, Dip and Dots. Oh.
1: It's the ice cream of the future.
0: I've never had Dip and Dots before. Wow. Yeah. That's an admission. Rainbow, rainbow ice is the, uh,
2: the sorbet option. Okay. Dots.
0: Okay. I'm looking at it now. I don't under, I don't understand how Dippin' Dots works. Like I'm looking at this and it just it's looks like, like a little mini ball. balls.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. Is it good? What have you never had Dippin' Dots? No. You've never had the ice cream of the future?
0: I grew I grew up in a place that had very small, like <laughs> down home, like, like whatever. homemade, like good quality ice cream. Yeah, but yeah. I
2: feel like like a Tigers game probably had a Dippin' Dots stand in 1999.
0: You're right. You're probably right. I just—I don't think I went for that kind of thing. I also didn't go to that many like Tigers games and stuff. Well, we were talking about—we were talking about
1: the World Series. Do we want to confront what Brian Cranston did? He's a big Astros guy, apparently. How does that make you feel?
2: The, the, how big of a Astros guy he is? Yeah, just loves the team, dude. We're just taking up free real estate in his head, man. I, I'm, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm relatively shocked by it. But to this be com- is the this to is... be completely honest, I feel very vindicated uh, now because I've. I one of my biggest TV hot takes has always been that Breaking Bad is mid. Oh so. come on, get out! Come yeah. on, yeah. 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 we don't have to yeah. do that. Yes, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. You can, can I, you can, can I pull the eat. tape. I've I've always said that, and now I, now I'm just. I hope now noted, it's confirmed. I
1: hope noted New York Times best selling author <laughs> W. R. Bowen does not let you get away with that on OCC. <laughs> he can't. Ross loved Breaking Bad. Uh, here's what Brian Cranston posted on Instagram at Brian Cranston verified. Mm-hmm. I've got some thoughts to share on this eve of the World Series. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, so I've loved the Dodgers all my life. By extension, I've hated the rival San Francisco Giants and their success against us, but I've never disrespected them. Okay, great. (laughs) That's not the case with the Astros. He added the Astros, by the way. (laughs) They've been exposed as cheaters, not in a good old-fashioned baseball way, but in a calculated, devious use of technology in a trash can way. The kicker is that they were already a very talented team. This is true. They sullied the reputation of baseball, their fans, and themselves out of pure ego. They disrespected the game, and that is why they are universally disrespected and despised by nearly everyone who loves baseball, including me. Their duplicity was met with finger-waving admonishment as their punishment. The commissioner's failure to protect the integrity of the game was so was a disappointment. So maybe the baseball writers can administer justice. To these cheaters, by remembering them years from now, that several great players are hoping to enter the Hall—Correa, Altuve, Bregman, etc.—all have a good shot at being elected to the Hall of Infamy. I hope they make it. Go, Braves! Thank yeah, you, Brian,
2: th- 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 that's that's insane. Why are why are baseball fans so fucking obsessed with the integrity of the game? Of which there's never been any integrity. Yes, this is it's the most cheating heavy sport ever to exist. And just the fact that he even shouts out the baseball writers of America, who are universally hated by anybody that wants baseball to succeed in the future. Sure. Because of their refusal to do things like let Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame, all of who belong there. Like, they're the most stuffy, old-head, bunch of, like, farts that exist (laughs) on the sports media (laughs) landscape. Uh, And this is just like, dude, this... It, it's it's just a refusal to acknowledge things like the red Sox using iwatches to do, to cheating or the fact that multiple players have come out after this and been like yeah there were other teams trying to pull off stuff like this as well the astros just the, the astros just got caught that's it that's it
1: and you, I, i'm like it it sounds it, like propaganda who
0: are you guys supporting in this year's world series
1: <laughs> uh i am riding with the Braves um i maybe I, incorrectly uh, it could still happen but i predicted Astros in 5 because I just like I and and I was telling Ross like it's the devil I know because I've I've watched more they're in the Rangers division I know more about their team my friends are Astros fans so I just know how good they are most anybody who casually watches baseball knows how sick their lineup is yeah and the Braves I was just like okay that's they're a great story they're a hot team they got to the World Series um, but boy they came out they came out swinging last night guys they sure did, they free, sure tacos. did. free tacos I just hope everyone has a good everybody. time yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I'll I also just, I'll-, I'll cap it off by saying, if I wasn't an Astros fan, I'm sure I would also hate the Astros, but like... I- Correct. I-, I respect the shit out of the New England Patriots because they were so good for so long, and they're the n- most notorious cheaters of all in the NFL. The ability, Like, they were always bending the rules and looking for an edge, and like deflating balls or recording practices or doing a bunch of you know hood rat shit and nobody, that is and and nobody at, we don't ever talk the, about that
1: the recording of of practices is is just absurd so i, like, for, I always forget about that <laughs> deflate gate is what you it always comes to mind but then you're like oh wait yeah they were recording practices <laughs> that is so that is so insane
0: I wish I wish that somebody in the Tigers organization had been just handing out steroids at one point during yeah. their run because like I, I, uh, the Rangers were had they had they actually like <laughs> I mean I wish they would have won by cheating because at least we would have won but now I have to look at this team that was so good for so long and just know that we never we never actually made it to the top. Tell me about it.
1: I'd rather make it to the top cheating
0: than not make it to the
1: top in <laughs> I, terms of, I, in terms yes. of
0: baseball that I have no actual my hands are not actually in.
1: Yeah. That was uh, one of the old. Uh, batting coaches for the rangers um was alleged to have this is pre pre the world series teams this is like their 2000 through like 2007 hitting coach was a lot of people were like oh this this guy was absolutely like everybody was using back then and this is like in the a-rod years too so it it probably checks out too much dip check it out too much dip you know what everyone should be using in, in addition to steroids uh, female hormones.
0: No, I'm going to say bowl and branch <laughs> sheets. There are so many everyday essentials that we have as people that, you know, we don't really think about. It's worth giving, you know, it's worth giving more consideration to some nice sheets, David. You sleep in them every single night. It's very important. It's not something you want to cut corners on. No one wants to cut corners on what's important, and a few things matter more than a good night's rest. Bowl and branch's signature sheets are so soft and light that you'll forget that you're not actually sleep- sleeping on a cloud and they're sustainably made for uncompromising quality from field to factory.
1: Yeah, I have uh, I have recently um, kitted up my bed with the uh, Bowl and Branch sheets, and they are quite comfortable. Everybody loves them.
0: Well, yeah, if you dream of a comfortable sheets she- sheet set at a price that won't keep you up all night, look no further than Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest organic sheets on the market, and they get better with every wash. And comfort isn't their only standard. They use one hundred percent sustainable raw materials. And as their first fair trade certified manufacturer of linen, you can feel good about your bowl and branch sheets as they feel against your skin. I copped some signature hem sheets. You went to signature hem? hmm Yeah. I, I had to do it to them. It's their best seller for a reason. Everyone knows that. You look like you've been sleeping well. Well, yeah, they're buttery soft. Lightweight, or lightweight organic cotton. Are you kidding me? In a classic sateen weave for sheets that get softer over time. Not too hot. Not too cool. They're perfect, perfect for year-round. <laughs> Bowling Branch focuses on quality over quantity. No inflated thread counts here because more isn't always better. Their signature sheets come in seven beautiful colors in all sizes from twin up to California King. Twins. You know Dylan's a California King guy? Yeah. It's kind of cocky. Good for him. Yeah. Is he really? I'm a standard King guy. Mm. Isn't California King just wider, not actually longer?
2: No. no, 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 that's a that's a common Duda. misconception. Really? Yeah, it's okay. the John Duda sheets.
0: Okay. There's nothing worse than <laughs> fitted sheets that don't fit, and & Branch offers 17-inch deep-fitted sheets and labeled sides to help you make your bed. And I have to say, the labeled sides very much help out. Absolutely. There's nothing worse than trying to put it on one way and then I'm realizing, oh, eh, I get to redo the uh, worst part of putting sheets on. On that guy. Best of all, they give you a fair price, plus a 30-day risk-free trial with free shipping and returns. Experience the best sheets you've ever felt at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code STEAM at checkout. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, com. promo code STEAM. Man, I did not know we were going to get about or get today what we got today. But we got Tiger King 2 trailer out.
1: Um, this was a surprise. I have kind of blocked out Tiger King, um... You know, I, I, I know that they're going to make a, a movie, a major motion picture, which I said I'm on the record saying we don't need this. Hold on. They're making a, a film about this? They, yeah, because there was like a whole thing. on like, who are they going to cast? And they didn't cast David Spade to be Joe Exotic. I can't remember did who they Did they cast. cast Nicolas Cage?
2: Aren't there, there also are maybe competing films That's or correct. series. That's correct. Nicolas Cage won't this? be Joe Exotic. It will not be Joe Exotic. Okay.
0: Oh, did Amazon? They dropped the project. This is upsetting. Good. Good. We don't. We don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. You don't want. You don't want.
1: Uh, okay. You Nick don't Cage. want Nick Cage. You're, You're right. right. Okay. Nick I know Cage. we don't
0: need a, a Tiger King movie, but I. I could do a Tiger King Nick Cage movie. Not
1: the base. Not the base. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you watch Pig? I've not seen Pig. No. It's a good movie.
1: Yeah. Ooh, should I get that for my flight this weekend? Nope. Not a movie you watch on your way to vacation. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> Does just it star
2: uh, Nicolas Cage? Yes. Yeah, are you aware
1: of what this movie is it's
2: about? A,
0: it's a great performance. No. Nah. He's a he's a, he's a, one of those dudes in Is he in
1: France, David? No. Oh, no, he is in the, he is in the United States. He is a a truffle farmer. Ah. Uh meaning he doesn't actually grow them, but he has a truffle pig yep. that he goes out and finds truffle and sells it to a guy and they bring it into town and sell it to restaurants. And then somebody kidnaps his pig. So the entire movie is about him finding this pig and Maybe finding himself along the way. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But does he that go so, so they basically a stole the
2: plot of John Wick then.
1: Um it's it's you're right. But it's not But he's not going on say like a this. murderous rampage it to is find John, the
2: pig. It is John Wick uh,
1: Sans Violence. Sans okay. Which probably yeah. eliminates a big portion of our audience from checking this movie out. <laughs> but it is a great performance from Nicholas Cage, I will say. You, and I fancy you, myself a big fan of cinema. At the end does he does he say that'll do pig? No, that'll he do. doesn't <laughs> He doesn't say, "That'll do, pig." <laughs> we had Tiger King too. That guy is—that's uh, Uncle Ewan in Succession. Oh, or Ethan, as some say. Yeah, Brett. Brett went about four minutes saying it was Ethan. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to
0: talk about Succession though, because like people get mad that we're not accurate about but like we the
1: got inner OCC. workings of. Oh, true. Are you a fan of Succession?
2: Yeah, yeah, I am. And I, I heard you guys talk about my tweet. Dave did an impression of me. I was I no, was I, not, I wasn't sure how I, I, was fe- doing. You know, how I felt about it. Uh, <laughs> was <I> that doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um I just didn't realize that I sounded that, that that I'm such a monotone guy, Dave. No, you're not.
1: It's a, it's uh it, there's there's some I added to it. I'm more monotone than you.
2: No, um I am a succession I'm I'm a succession fan. It's 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 the it's the sharpest I'm not going to get the adjective right. It's the most well-written show on television by like a long shot right now. And it's super fun to have something that everybody is watching every Sunday and then talking about it, podcasting about, and breaking down and doing the whole thing. I, but... I love that. I'm just concerned that if, if it's going to be a long-running show, like I'm talking like six-plus seasons, that the whole succession of it all, where the only thing that anybody is ever doing is sitting in a room talking about who's going to succeed Logan and trying to get CEO – is gonna is going to like burn out.
0: So what you're getting okay. at is that you want Logan to die in real life so that we can get another storyline for like the future seasons. I, n- <laughs> is he no, the voice wish, of McDonald's? I wish <laughs> Brian Cox nothing but the best. Did he he won an Oscar? Didn't? Or was he? Or not sorry, not an Oscar an Emmy. I think he was up for it at least. No,
2: I don't, uh, know Jeremy Strong won it. I think oh, okay. He, I think and I think he beat Brian Cox for it. He is okay.
1: the he is the the voice of McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, he is Brian yeah, Cox. Is yeah. that why you've been
0: going there so much lately?
2: <laughs> uh, I've just lost the will to live. So. Oh, okay, yeah, I've just been going there. But often. no, you know you could
0: go to Six Flags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's an incredible show, and like the performances and the writing are are, are the best out there. So I, I, th- I think at this point, what I'm hoping for is like that this is four seasons, maybe five.
1: Four would be great. You're right. I, I, that I because like we're all we're all we we were hurt by Game of Thrones. Yeah, it hurt us. Uh, Probably some more than others. You were a, a big Game of Thrones guy, uh, and uh, you know I don't know if that maybe needed to be shorter or just better. It, it may be a different situation. I here. mean, ironically, longer really is. is that's what
2: that's a great point. helped the most? This needs to be longer than four seasons. Though. Succession, yeah, because you want to keep coming back to the show because you like the show. Yeah, yeah, but like, are you gonna? But how many times can we have all the kids in the room talking about why one of them should be CEO and the other shouldn't? that this is a this is very fair. I something does need to happen
0: because it like, can't keep going. I I said in the last episode like I don't I don't want to see another scene of Kendall sitting in his ex-wife's house this season. I'm I'm over that stuff. I, I think we're out
1: okay. of it. I
2: think we're out. I think we're probably out of For some of reason it's hilarious
1: house. to me cuz like I'm I'm wondering like where is she? Uh <laughs> and also like I mean how long is this going to go on? He's just he's got his war room. He's he's turned it it's just amazing. It's like he could find somewhere else. On,
0: on the note of Tiger King 2. Yeah. Are you guys going to watch it?
1: Let's start with that. Yes. Okay. Because of this trailer. If you had asked me before I saw the trailer, I would say probably not.
2: I, I don't think so.
1: Would, was Tiger King 2, or it. was Tiger King only so popular because it was the first bingeable thing we got during the pandemic? Yes. It would have not have been as popular, and I think that's a fact but i, I think it, we did i don't think we overrated it cuz it was the, the, the characters that were introduced these real people like that yeah, you're not getting yeah. that anywhere else and we're maybe we're recapping that even if we're not in pandemic i think Do, I, I don't know if i would have
0: watched it had it not been for the pandemic but i think it was like oh this is super popular it looks ridiculous i've got the time i'm going to watch it i probably would have watched it eventually but it might have been like a month or six weeks
2: after it actually was on Netflix. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Has in, in pre-pandy times or since Tiger King, has there been a documentary that like took hold like that? Where everybody was watching, everybody binged it. The Night Of? That's not a documentary. Not a documentary, though. Like, right. maybe, I guess maybe, maybe like something like Making a Murderer.
1: That's what I was thinking of.
2: Um, Is that the one? Or didn't you, that dude just die or go to jail? Is that the Robert Durst? No, no, no that's you, the Jinx. Oh, I'm a. I'm the, gi- the Jinx was, was another one, though, but that was like... You're thinking of Steve Avery. Or, that, no, you should be thinking of Steve Avery. Right. That was the, the Jinx came more in like a wave like where it was like... And it was only four episodes. I
0: think the Jinx got most popular after the final episode. It, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that many people were... Wa- I think people were watching it with the first couple episodes, but like the final episode was like, holy shit, everyone needs to go watch this right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I just... I think it's rare for a documentary to like... You know, basically, go Squid Game, where everybody is, you know, binging this whole thing in a week, and then talking about it, and then it's the costume of the year, and then like it spawns all these characters and these spinoffs. So I think that's the part that was is pandemic related, is that everybody was down to do that for a documentary because there was nothing else to do.
0: Elizabeth Holmes documentary, that wasn't nearly as popular as, like, that. But that was, that's the only documentary I can think of or documentary-style series that I can yeah. think of that, like, was popular.
1: Well, Tiger King, you're getting the exploitation of, like, poor, rural, rural um, Oklahoma people. And Oklahoma, unless you're from the Midwest, Randy, you don't really know um, Oklahoma very well. And you know, there's it's it's a it's a wild place. That stuff. I mean, like I was aware of the wild parks, like the wild game parks um, that were out there. I'd never been, but uh, it looks like this next season. The trailer's very well done. It looks like they're gonna really um, emphasize the the glow up of the. Secondary characters: the
2: jet ski guy, the Jeff Lowe's, the yeah, probably got, Carol I, Baskin. I got a question about uh, about that actually. When when Jeff in this trailer says that um, he has more money than God now, there's no way. Do you think that's Cap? I I I, I do. <laughs> I, I believe he's capping. Correct. Because I yeah, I think that's I think he's capping as well.
1: The uh, more money than God, <laughs> first of all. Let's let's unpack that. Yeah, chill out. Calm down. I um, just I
0: just Googled most popular documentary series and one of one came up that I think I don't everyone watched this when it was coming out during the pandemic and it was the last dance.
2: Oh yeah. That was yeah.
1: appointment television for so
2: many. Like, everyone was, I knew was yeah. like,
0: Oh, you see like um, last
1: dance was something that everyone did love. Here's, a, here's how I know he doesn't have more money than God. <laughs> I just Googled Jeff Lowe net worth. Celebritynetworth.com. I, I, well, it's, it's hard to find, but I am, one of the first things I'm being served is a news article, and it's, it asks the question, will Jeff Lowe's sex tape boost his net worth? <laughs> Everything to know about this sex tape. I think we may see that. I think that's also in the trailer. It looks like they're about to
2: film a sex tape in the trailer.
0: Until God gets so thirsty that he makes a sex tape, I'm not going to say that Jeff Lowe has more money than God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, It also, I don't know. This is feeling very produced, if you will. Yeah,
0: that's my concern.
2: Um, We're not going to get the raw stuff that we got out of just like them following around. Everybody
1: uh, knows like the character they're supposed to play based on season one. So it's like, oh, I'm a... I'm crazy jet ski guy who's like really into this one thing. So like that's gonna be that's my personality now, and I'm gonna take it up ten notches.
2: We're gonna dive into the whole like disappearance of Carol Baskin's uh husband. we've looks like that's the one thing th- that's the one thing I want to know more. about. Looks like we've got some like narcos guys talking about like running guns and living them. Let's uh, talk about it. And then of course there's that big feint at the end where they're like, Joe Exotic is going to uh He's gonna make a deal with the devil, and then they like, you know, gleam across uh, Carol Baskin's tiger earrings. So. The,
0: the one thing I want out of this series is for Carol Baskins get taken down. Like I, I am not a fan of her, and I, I want to know what happens. I'm not
2: gonna call her the B word, but like, I, I, I do want her to not succeed in life. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm. I'm going devil's advocate here, then. I'm I'm hoping for a redemption arc for Carol Baskins. No, come on, no one wants redemption
0: for Carol Baskins. (laughs) Are you a Narcos Mexico guy?
2: I've You know what? As a TV guy, uh, I'll I'll sit here and and admit that I've never seen an episode of Narcos. It's great. Yeah.
0: Uh, Narcos Mexico is better than Narcos, but I'm very next. I think it's next week narcos uh mexico season three comes out it's a final final the the final blow as they're calling it i think that's a a cocaine reference i think so
2: too that's is that actually a subtitle of the of the series it is which (laughs) feels
0: it feels slightly low-hanging for netflix to go with that one but especially in a series i think it's like one of the most uh expensive series for netflix to produce they have a lot of very lavish settings and stuff and I, i i think i read somewhere that at one point it was their most expensive series before and then the crown came in and was like nah I could see that. We got this. Yeah.
2: I mean, and honestly, more lo- more location shooting on Narcos, I expect, than on The Crown.
0: Yeah. I th- and, So, you actually, I'm glad you're here, because I have a question about this. When it comes to filming in famous places, or they're supposed to be in famous places, like, does Hollywood have an Oval Office that's just the setup that everyone goes and films in, or do they have to set up a new Oval Office every time they film?
2: So... It, I same think,
0: goes for, like, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, I
2: think the answer is both. Um, because... It depends on, like, what studio you're mm-hmm. shooting at. And, like, you'll hear references to, like, oh, yeah, that was on the Universal lot or that was on the Warner Brothers lot. And so if, like, you know, if HBO Max is making a series and then that needs an Oval Office and then Warner Brothers is making a film about the president or that has a president, like, it's totally possible that that soundstage with the Oval Office, like, crosses over and they use it twice. Yeah. Uh, the other show I was going to bring up that's coming out this month that I'm... Almost Positive You Watched and Enjoyed is, uh, and not this month, but next month. Did I say that? The Great is returning for season two. I did not watch The Great. At the end of November. Okay. Uh, amazing show. It was my favorite show of 2020.
0: Well, the reason I wondered about that is because when I was watching, um, uh, what is it? What is it? The Monica Lewinsky thing.
2: Oh, uh-huh. yeah.
0: When I was watching that, I, was, I couldn't stop thinking like, okay. This is—is this the same Oval Office that they used in like every other film that I've ever seen that requires an Oval Office? Yeah, it would just be annoying to tear that down and have to set it back up and do whatever.
2: Yeah, just go rent it from Warner Brothers over there. Um, yeah, it's a good question. But what I was gonna—you mentioned The Crown, and like there, there are some scenes in The Great where they have like a great hall, essentially, Mm -hmm. in this like gigantic Russian castle, essentially, and uh, you can tell. In a couple of scenes that it's the same hall that they use in the crown at one of the palaces okay and then when you look that up they're both shot at the same studio in london that like have that as a sound stage it's like this great hall so maybe it's decorated slightly differently but like the bones are the same you can kind of see it that makes all the sense in the world
0: if you're if you are a production company in england and you don't have like an entire buckingham palace or just palace in general built out i think you're missing out on a lot of money here probably so uh, let's do this weekend in fun presented by Relief Band. You familiar with Relief Band,
2: Barrett? Uh, I'm not. Tell me about it.
0: Uh, sometimes people struggle with nausea.
2: Mm.
0: I do. Whether it's uh, on a on a shaky car ride, I've I've unfortunately in life
2: started getting more seasick, which is not ideal. I've been known to get car sick on short drives in the pa- in the passenger seat. It's probably something I need. But when I'm hungover that's when
0: the nausea really kicks in. So whether you're feeling nauseous on your commute right now with all those trains, subways, bumper-to-bumper traffic, all that kind of stuff, I've got good news for you. you got to go check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. This product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all natural relief with zero fu- side effects for as long as needed. I'll get to this more in uh, this weekend in fun, but I am going on vacation this weekend, and I will be uh, bringing my relief band with me as I plan on eating a lot of various foods and drinking a lot of uh, interesting drinks. Mm. Are you going to have a Miami Vice? Uh, I, I hope to have some version of one. Yeah, the Ultimate yeah.
1: p- swim-up pool bar oh, drink. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, I hope I can. How Relief Band works is that it stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea, and then it blocks the signal to your brain that it's sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. It's the only over the counter wearable device that has been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. They just released their newest model, Relief Band Sport. The sport is waterproof and it features interchangeable bands as well as an extended battery life. So, whether you have car sickness, seasickness, hangovers, anxiety, pregnancy, whatever it could be, give Relief Band a try. I can't tell you enough about the wonders of this product. It's great. As the holiday season quickly approaches, there's never been a better time to give the gift of relief and make sure your loved ones are nausea-free. Right now, ReliefBand has an exclusive offer just for Circling Back listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code CIRCLING, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head over to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code CIRCLING for 20% off plus free shipping.
1: Dave. What are you getting into this weekend? Um, thank you for asking, Will. I don't. I don't really have uh, much planned. That uh, the weather looks fantastic. Today is an all-time weather day. I think tomorrow's gonna be even better. Maybe something outdoors. Um, there is talk of uh, potential golf Friday. Um, I have not RSVP'd. Ooh. We'll see. Um, other than that, we got Cowboys Vikings. We'll have a Too Much dip live stream tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, six thirty Central Standard Time. Central what is it? Right? Are they playing Thursday? Yeah, no, 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 it's not the Thursday. Oh day. okay, I'm sorry. Um, but we'll be doing a live stream going forward uh, on the wash media YouTube channel. What's your
0: mindset when your NFL team has the Thursday game? Like what do you what what's your mindset going into Sunday?
2: What do you mean? Like are, you, like, are you excited about it, or are you just like, you know, you, 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 blew, you blew your wad on, on Thursday? If, like li- if Lions
0: ever have Thursday night or Monday night, no. I go into Sunday thinking, like, I'm breathing a sigh of relief. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah.
1: I don't have to get keyed up over anything right now. That's fair. I don't like having the Sunday night game. The Sunday night game is, yes. is too much anxiety. The Monday
0: night game is different because you get to look forward to it all day and not have to like worry about going home and being bored on Monday night.
1: Yeah. And the Sunday night game, I
0: want to wind down at that point, and I don't feel like being up until eleven yeah.
1: p.m. watching my
0: team get their ass
1: kicked. And you're just watching. You're watching. You know, multiple games before leading up to it, and then you're like, you could be exhausted from that. Whether you know you you dabble, you know, you get your beak a little wet in the gambling, <laughs> big boy stacks. So yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of that. But um yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't have much planned. I, I'm hoping to have a have a good weekend at home, and maybe get outdoors a little bit.
2: Rhodes uh going trick or treating
1: on Sunday. Oh, Sunday is Halloween. Thank you for that reminder.
2: Uh we'll do something with Rhodes,
1: yeah. Maybe pull him around in a little wagon, his mm-hmm. little dog costume.
2: Oh, he's got a dog costume. Yeah. You just going up to the doors, you know, being like, Oh, he likes the Snickers. He's a big Twix guy. Class, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. Or if you're
1: doing the char- looking for the Charleston, the Charleston shoes. Yeah, right. You got any peanut butter bars back there? Oh, I'll take the dots. <laughs> Full peanut butter bars, which I'm sure are great. It's just I can't get past the how generic and specific the name is. Will you be dressing up this weekend for anything?
0: Uh, hard to say. If you do, will you be going with a costume you've already done? Because uh, you've had to do like six costumes this year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I've, I've. <laughs> I will not be taking any more trips to Spirit, Halloween, or Lucy in Disguise on South Congress, which, uh, let me tell you, on Monday night, the week of Halloween, or I guess, whatever, um, there is a line out the door, one in, one out. Yeah. Pretty wild. It's a hot spot. Monday night at at 7.30. It's a great costume store. Very good. It is the GOAT. If you are in Austin and you need a costume... It's not Spirit Halloween. These are like. It's worth checking A out plus. Lucy's.
2: Just no matter what, when you're here, if it's you're just like fun. traipsing around South Congress, you should walk in and see. I agree. It. Yeah.
0: That's where I got my lobster costume last year. If you rent that lobster costume, just know I was the first one to ever wear it. Wow. So it's got your sweat embedded in it.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. What's Bear getting into this weekend? Um, well, let's see. We'll have uh, games three four and five of the World Series which uh hope you know hopefully I'm tuning into all of them hopefully there is a game five on Sunday any any chance two three you'll two go? I think it's it I know it's two 232 in the championship series I think that's how it is in the world Series as well okay any
1: chance you go to a game I,
2: I'm 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 potentially looking for game six tickets right now but it is it's a pretty price it's a pretty pricey investment that one and it's like always, you're always weighing. Like, I, so when we, when we won in 17, I went to a game and it, so it, it like, it panned out, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the, it was the five and a half hour game that went 15 innings or whatever. And so it was like, it was really, really an amazing experience. Always have it. But it's like, if you go and you spend all that money and then you don't win the World Series, you kind of feel like you wasted your money. And that sucks.
0: I once went to a uh, Red Wings playoff game, and it was a, it was 0-0 going into overtime, and we immediately lost in overtime. And I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just paid uh, playoff <laughs> prices to watch us not yeah. score once yeah. and
2: lose devastatingly. This is great. So, so we'll see. Um, got a little office Halloween party on Friday. Woo. So. Are you going as Jim? <laughs> I'm not going as Jim. No, no. Uh, I've got something cooking, no? Got something cooking. I'm excited to see it. I, I was we were, we we gassed up. Uh, Where's
1: uh, Waldo and Carmen San Diego? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was a that that was the original impetus for discovering that that uh, Cool Adam didn't know what a screen projector was because he had yes. literally no idea what Carmen San Diego was. He knew what Where's Waldo was, right? It's hard to say. I used to get
0: so excited
1: when I get a new Where's Waldo book. Yeah.
0: I used, to, I used to sprint in the computer lab at our elementary school to make sure that I got the nice computer that had Carmen Sandiego on it. Because yeah. not all the computers in our lab could
1: run Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> no, you had to have some serious uh, prowess in your hard drive. Yeah, everything else was on that uh, Oregon Trail bullshit. Shout out number munchers. And super number munchers. Most, a lot of people at the party did not know what that was, but that was a fun game. You're yeah. munching numbies? You're just munching numbers. It was um, educational and fun. That's where they intersected, Barrett. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The corner I of love, education and funds. You are. <laughs> I don't inter- remember. I that. didn't play number munchers, Dave. Yeah, this might have. Um, this might
0: now, be you like really. You're munching me. on something. I was okay. Uh, <laughs> I was a big Mario teaches typing guy. You were a nummy muncher. Okay, that was Dylan. <laughs> He's not here to deny it either. <laughs> Uh, that's why I'm such a fast typer. I Mav- was really into the speed typing games. Yeah,
2: yeah I liked the speed typing. Mavis Beacon. Shouts to Mav- Mavis I think
0: Beacon. D- I want to do a, uh, a words-per-minute contest at Washed Media, but Dylan refuses to do it because he hunts <laughs> and pecks. He literally said, like, no, it's going to be too embarrassing for me. I can't do it. I'm like, no, that is why it's a good video. He's but probably
1: yeah. 30 words
2: a minute. God, that's pitiful. I think Halloween, I think, I, I think we'll set up shop out, out in the front. To, I've, I've been hearing that this is a thing, eliminating the doorbell ringing and, the like, that whole song and dance. Have you heard about this? Yeah, a lot of people did that. Yeah, like, people are, like, sitting outside with the... can Like, you know, you get... Make it a little bit more engaging, I think. And, yeah, and, like a
1: little... And, like a driveway
2: party. Yeah, yeah, and eliminate the kind of... The the whole, like, having to go up to individual houses and Letting see somebody's home... And yeah. ...do
1: that whole thing. Getting the dogs but, all uh, wild up. But,
2: yeah, no real plans, man. You know, the city's still... Hard as ever to get a reservation in. Yes. I'm on the wait list every single night of the week, every every month, trying to get a reservation at the sushi bar thing. Just oh I yeah. Cannot do it. It's impossible. Which
1: one? It's called sushi bar. Oh. R.I.P. Mako. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you see Dan's story about Mako? I did. Mm-hmm. Made me laugh. <laughs> Mainly because I, I I knew going in that he he definitely did that. He definitely took every first date from two thousand fourteen to
1: two thousand seventeen to Mako. Yeah. Yeah, that was his move. Smart move.
0: Yeah, cheap date. Fun great, time. Great atmosphere. Yeah, nothing nothing better. What but
1: do you
2: that, got going? That, that's it, man.
0: I'm uh, officially going to be on Cabeza Watch as of oh, 7 yeah, o'clock yeah, tomorrow yeah. morning. I'm uh, heading to uh, a little place north of Puerto Vallarta. I'm um, not familiar with this. I've only been to Puerto Vallarta once, never left the resort once, and uh, I'm interested to see what it's like. So I'm very excited about it, going with a couple other couples from uh, northern Michigan. California. Beautiful. <laughs> I will be playing pickleball, for those wondering. I did get a pickleball reservation at the uh, resort, so I'm very excited about that. Very cool. I'm also doing a tequila tasting there.
1: Mm, they're known for that.
0: Yeah, it was like, do you want to do like a zip line or like, something active? And I was like, no, can we just do a tequila tasting? That sounds fun. Yeah. A little worried about the weather, yeah. but it, pan- it ended up getting sunny for Dylan down there, so I'm hoping that I can get some sun as well. I'm trying to come back tan, make, make you jealous. Please I do. I believe in you. That's all I got. I will be jealous. That's all I got. I'll, I will be missing Monday's episode. So to all those out there who hate me, congratulations. <laughs>
2: mm. Let's hear from you. Sound off. Yeah, sound off in the comments, please.
1: Oh, well, Barrett. Thank you for joining.
2: Yeah, Barrett. Always great to have you. Thank you for uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me fill in. Always a pleasure to be here. What's next for Club Cool? Um, you know, I I I, I don't really know. I it, it's we always talk about how we've done numerous fall you know fall dressing really start dressing previews all all the while it's been like 88 and finally we're we're dipping below that that 80 this week <laughs> So uh,
0: when I released the New York in the fall Sunday Scaries candle, people were like, it's still hot in New York. And I'm like, yeah, I can't let Mother Nature dictate when I release this candle, unfortunately. So I'm going to release yeah. it now and you can you can light it and pray for
2: fall. Yeah, So I, I, I don't know. We might be we might be going in the bag for listener questions or something this week. Stay tuned to uh, to at Club Cool Pod. If you have a question, I'll do a little I'll do, I'll throw up a little Q&A box.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. is That all she wrote? Yes, sir.
0: Let's get out of here.